Listen carefully as the painter describes with so much creativity all that we have discussed this past seven weeks, supporting our ability to flourish with greater well-being. Welcome to the eighth and final episode of the Mental Health Pod Squad. In this episode, Jamie and Sandy review and summarize the series on well-being and encourage you to look over your work so far. Our host will also emphasize the importance of improving your well-being and encourage you to flourish as you continue your journey. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Now, on to the show. All right, welcome back to the Mental Health Pod Squad. We're glad you're here with us. This is Jamie. This is Sandy. And we are going to jump in. Today, we're going to build strengths and resources. We're going to just take in everything that we've learned from the past several episodes, and we're going to just thrive after listening to our podcast today. And before we begin, gentle reminder and trigger warning. If anything we discuss today during this podcast triggers feelings that need extra support, please reach out, find that support and resource, always taking care of you. Absolutely. We are going to talk about our victory proclamation today, and I want you to pay attention carefully. It is a little bit longer than our other victory proclamations because our goal today is to wrap everything up, to really say this is who we are and we can carry these things with us. So our, our victory proclamation says, I have the capacity to flourish. My feelings of anxiety, depression, and loneliness have decreased. I notice myself and I am seen by the world around me. I am intentional about striving for a state of successful, satisfying, and productive engagement with my well-being. Just breathe that in for a minute. We are excited. We are wrapping up today. So this is our final episode of this little podcast series. And we're going to kind of talk about some of the things we have gone over over these past seven or eight episodes. The whole reason that we really created this podcast is to increase your well-being. We want action. So we want you to do something as a result. As human beings, we experience feelings of anxiety, depression, loneliness at really varying levels, at varying times. One year you might experience it, or one day even, might be more than the next day. But we all experience those at some point. I think it's important to understand college students' experience with mental health specifically. We know that 71% of college students indicated that they struggle with issues such as anxiety, depression, and loneliness. 71%. Over 40% of college students reported being too depressed to function most days. More than 60% of college students report that they are overwhelmingly anxious. Does that sound familiar? Does any of this sound familiar? It's happening all around us. More than 80% say that they constantly feel burned out and overwhelmed. And more than 1 in 10 say that they have seriously considered suicide in the last year. That's the reason we created this podcast, to support mental health, to support your well-being. We really feel it's critical to not only talk about mental health, 
but really to identify ways that we can implement and support strengths and resources to really build and create well-being in our life. So during the last eight episodes, we've really discussed ways to develop those strengths and resources within the five domains of an individual. So we started with our physical domain. We talked about all the things we can do for our body. We jumped to our cognitive domain and all the things that we can do for our mind. We then went to our emotional domain. What do we feel and how do those feelings contribute to our thoughts and our behaviors? We then jumped to the social domain and we talked about our relationships and what that looks like. And we finished with our spiritual domain. How does our spiritual domain interact and engage with us and the world around us? How are we connected? With each of these, our goal has really been to provide you with information that will support you in decreasing anxiety, depression, loneliness, and really increasing well-being and increasing your capacity to flourish. We gave you a task. So you've had homework after each of these episodes. We gave you a task, and we hope that these tasks really were an opportunity to guide yourself through self-reflection through self-development, through goal setting. And really, at the end of the day, we're looking to get you to a higher level of well-being, which leads you to flourish. We want you to be flourishing individuals. Each week, we've also given you victory proclamations. These were intended to serve as a guide in understanding where you are in your personal journey with each of the concepts that we discussed. These victory proclamations are yours to claim. They're yours to take ownership of with the goal of incorporating the concepts into your daily life. Sandy's going to review each of those victory proclamations for us so that we can have them fresh in our minds. First, I experience greater insight and improved mental health and well-being as I implement the concepts throughout this podcast program. I am enough. I experience a state of successful, satisfying, and productive engagement with my life. I am strong. I energize myself by optimizing my well-being in my physical domain. I am in control of my mind. I have the capacity to reframe and the power to take ownership of my thoughts. I am able to identify, understand, and express my emotions, inviting optimism and well-being into my life. I honor myself by courageously seeking connections that validate, uplift, and support me. I belong to myself and my values, and through this, I am connected to the world around me. And today's proclamation, I have the capacity to flourish. My feelings of anxiety, depression, and loneliness have decreased. I notice myself, and I am seen by the world around me. I am intentional about striving for a state of successful, satisfying, 
and productive engagement with my well-being. Thank you, Sandy. This has really been our invitation since the first episode. To look inside yourself. To look at you. To develop those strengths and resources that really support decreasing your anxiety, decreasing your depressive symptoms, decreasing loneliness, and really to discover the capacity that you have within you to truly flourish. We really can take claim of these victory proclamations. We can use our strengths and resources. And as we do, we can begin to notice the change within ourselves. Honoring the person that we are today and recognizing the incredible capacity for growth. The growth that is waiting to be known, discovered, and recognized. We would like to end our podcast by sharing a story from a book written by Kobe Yamada and illustrated by Elise Hurst. This book is called Noticing. In this story, a painter invites a young woman to notice, to see herself with optimism and possibility, to be curious and accepting. Listen carefully as the painter describes with so much creativity all that we have discussed this past seven weeks, supporting our ability to flourish with greater well-being. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It seems as if someone was talking to me. It's okay, I guess, I replied. Just okay? A woman sitting nearby responded. Why, we have the birds, the trees, the sky, the questions, the what-ifs, and the why-nots. I'd say this is indeed an exceptional day to be alive. Don't you think? Well, if you say so, I shrugged. It seemed like an ordinary day to me. Are you a painter, I asked. I like to think of myself as more of a noticer, really. I just try to make things from what I see. It is my way of appreciating and honoring them. As I look at her canvas, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. How could anyone create something so amazing? She looked over to me and asked, When you look up, what do you see? Well, clouds. You see clouds? That's all? Just clouds? The painter asked, astonished. I think so. I said, uncertain, as I scanned the sky. Why? What do you see? Oh, so much. It's like the whole sky is tempting me to be amazed. I see wild horses running free and upside-down castles. I see whales flying like songbirds and dragons breathing fire. But it's not only that. I am filled with butterflies of excitement. It feels like an adventure is unfolding, and I don't want to miss any of it. I stared up, wanting to see what she saw. The more you pause and allow for the extraordinary, the painter explained, the more you find it. And often what we see depends on what we look for. Though we all may look at the same thing, 
We don't always see it in the same way. That is true for mountains and also for people. When we look at others, we may see their faces or their clothes, she continued, but we are only seeing a tiny piece of who they really are. We often don't notice the important things, like their capacity for love, what they hope for, what they dream of, or who they can become. We can often miss the most beautiful parts of them. You know, I wondered what I wasn't noticing. I wondered what was I missing? What do you see in you? asked the painter. I looked down at my hands my clothes, my shoes that were a size too big so I could grow into them. Well, I see just a kid, any other kid, I suppose. But you are not like anyone else. In fact, there isn't another person exactly like you anywhere. And the amazing thing is, there never has been, and there never will be again. Hmm... And I'm not sure there's anything all that special about me, I said. Oh, but everything is special about you. There really isn't a single thing about you that isn't extraordinary. You are the rare and unique combination of what was and the bright possibility of what can be. And you know what? So is everyone else. Everyone shines and needs to be seen. Everyone wants to know that they matter, that there is a place for them, and that they are needed. Sure, some may hide their brilliance, but the light is there, always flickering. And it is a beautiful thing when we can reflect it back to them. I always looked forward to my visits with the painter. I had to admit As much as I couldn't wait to see her, I also couldn't wait to see what she saw. On one occasion, I went to go find her, and she was sitting peacefully with her eyes shut. What are you doing? I asked shyly, not wanting to interrupt her. Well, hello, you, she smiled and waved me over. Some days I find that I can notice even more when I close my eyes. The gentle rustling of my hair, the ideas dancing in my head, the sunshine on my face, and the wonder of being alive. She invited me to close my eyes. What does home look like to you? What does kindness feel like? What does love look like? What does it feel like to have a friend? What does it look like to be one? One of the most important ways we see is with our imagination. So many significant things cannot be seen with our eyes, but they are very real. And it is vital that you look for and believe in them. Oh, I was filled with a feeling of calm and appreciation. It was moving and wonderful. I sat there with my eyes closed, 
picturing the people and the places and the things that meant so much to me in my life. One of the best things you can be is interested, the painter shared. When you are interested, you are curious. And when you are curious, you discover things, amazing things, about yourself and about the world. The miraculous is everywhere and in everything, waiting for us to notice it waiting for us to appreciate it, and waiting for us to love it. You know, it's been years since that day when I first met the painter, and I miss her. I wish she were still here so I could tell her what she has meant to me and how she helped me to look at everything differently. But mostly what I wish is I could say... Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. What an absolutely incredible book. I completely agree. I think there are some real important takeaways for us that we can claim, that we can look at. I think for me what stands out the most is that I'm seen, that you're seen, that you as an individual are seen, that you are your authentic self. You control your life and have the power to change the ordinary into the extraordinary, which is really a phenomenal thought. We do this really by connecting to life. We do this by engaging our mind with imagination and an eagerness to learn. Looking for the possibilities in people and the world around us. You matter. We all matter. We all have a purpose. We deserve to be seen as a unique and incredible human being. And that takes us to our victory proclamation. I have the capacity to flourish. My feelings of anxiety, depression, and loneliness have decreased. I notice myself and I am seen by the world around me. I am intentional about striving for a state of successful, satisfying, and productive engagement with my well-being. Again, just take a moment to breathe that in. Our final task for you this week is really an invitation, not a task at all. It's an invitation for you to notice your growth through the last eight weeks of this podcast. What do you notice about your growth? We want you to journal about this. We want you to take time to create space to write about these prompts. What do you notice about your growth? What do you notice about your anxiety? How did it decrease? What do you notice about your depression? How did it decrease? What did you notice about your loneliness? How did it decrease? What did you notice about your well-being? How did it increase? What did you notice about your flourishing? How did it increase? Are you able to claim the victory proclamations throughout each episode? Are you able to take ownership over those? What will you do to remain committed to your overall well-being? 
What does that look like for you? We encourage you to accept this invitation, to really sit down, to create space, to journal, to reflect, and to continue to grow. We want to thank you for joining us. These past eight episodes have just been a treat. We're just so grateful to have had the opportunity to share these things, these messages with you. It does take a tremendous amount of courage to create the space within yourself to really reflect on your well-being. Sometimes that can be scary. It can be scary to think about because then we then have to think about what do I need to change? What does that look like? Our hope is that you continue to honor yourself, that you continue to show up for yourself, that you continue to work towards improved mental health and overall well-being. You deserve this because you matter. You are important and you are enough. We wish you well. Jamie, I also want to thank you. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. And thank you for seeing me. Sandy, thank you. I think we have this wonderful relationship where we're able to see each other and to have that opportunity to share that with everyone else. We do wish everyone well, that they find the capacity to flourish within their life by applying these concepts. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The Mental Health Pod Squad invites you to engage yourself in the conversation you heard today. You can do this as you spend intentional time completing the tasks discussed in this episode. As a reminder, this is placed in the show notes for you to go back and review at any time. 